I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see. Get some facts and go back and see. Don't throw out salaries or other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see. They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. We don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. First Weeks and the Pope Podcast of 2023 with Stephen Weeks and me, Robin Francis. Weeks and the Pope Podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. We would appreciate every kind of like, all kind of whatever you can give us. Ratings, listenings, if you can do that, that'd be great. Uh, we'd like to thank Megan Renee and our wonderful bar family at Hobson Bar for their support every, every, every week. On this week's program, the college football playoffs, the NFL final weekend, uh, college basketball, sports, New Year's resolutions, and some rants and Stevens best bets. It's a good show coming up for you. Uh, we appreciate you listening. So without further ado, let's get to the Weeks in the Pope podcast. So actually on a sad note as we'll begin the program, the Pope passed away. And given the connection to the name Pope, you know, Maybe we should change the name of the podcast because the Vatican requested it as well. But no, no, we're not going to do that. a cool real name. <laughs> That's why we, we, uh, we've already invested. R.I.P. Uh, we would also like to thank all that listen to give us a rating follow each week. Uh, you are our heroes. We begin the year with um, some fun things to talk about, actually. The college football playoffs uh, this past weekend, New Year's Eve, I thought they were some of the most tremendous games I've watched in quite a while. Two of the best semifinals. Well, obviously, it's two of the best semifinals we've ever had. Yes. Yes. Uh, they haven't had them long. Mainly because every, every but, time we've done it, we've had two teams that were just clearly better than everybody. Right, right. And well, that's why I think we're starting to see a little more parity in, in college football with the transition, uh, the portal tra- uh, transfer, and also with the NIL now starting. I think we're starting to see that's, a lot. That's true, but I also think that maybe the two best teams played each other this week. That could be. Could be. Uh, a, now they played a hell of a you, game. You say Ohio State and, and Georgia were the two best teams. I, uh, yes. I, I, I look, I, I can't. You know, I, can't I would do like this. to think that, but. Man, Texas Christian just keeps surprising me, and I'm not going to be surprised if they're not, they're not in this game at the end God. on Monday night. Okay, but. if I will be surprised if they are within 12, 12 and a half points of uh, Georgia at the end of this game. Well, Vegas right. knows something, yeah. you know. I just think – look, I, I don't know. Uh, C.J. Stroud played like a P- 
played like a Heisman candidate. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had a great game. Yeah, he was what? He was really good. Uh, 23 at 34, 348 yards and four touchdowns. Neither team had defense worth the shit on, on Saturday. No. That's okay. I mean, uh, I think that's what they want. They want the high-scoring games. You don't want – for viewers, you uh, know, over for the casual. had a really good weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. Without very good weekend. Very, yeah. very good weekend. And it's, you know, the the old adage, a lot of people say it's not how you play the game, it's whether or not you win or lose. And betters say, well, it's whether or not you cover the spread. But <laughs> Well, Georgia did not do that. The, Georgia did not do that. But uh, I think they were exposed a little bit on defense, and they showed actually that they could have one of those type of uh, shootouts if you, if you had to. I thought Michigan got screwed. Uh, that was a touchdown on the, the guy one the one where he bobbled. That was a touchdown. That was a touchdown. was a touchdown. Uh, whether or not that would have made it a difference because it it still ended up being, uh, you know, a close game toward the end. Would Texas Christian have done something different? Um, I don't know. You know, we see. It's it's really. We it, also got to wonder where was that? That was a targeting. Yeah. At the end of the game. Now, granted, that would have been one play from what fifty yards away. Yeah. But still, that was targeting. Yeah, that's true. They just didn't want to have the balls to make the calls that they sh- should have made. And if you're not going to get it right, then do away with the replay. I agree. They got they got it wrong, or they you know they called it against Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl. Yes, and and it was the same exact thing. Yep. Yeah, and I, I hated I the call in the Liberty Bowl. But if you're going to make that call, you got to make that call there. I don't care what size of the game, like the matter. You know, I don't care what what the magnitude of the game is. You've got to make that call. You really do. And, and if it's going to be called, like you said, in the Liberty Bowl, which has no significance whatsoever, other than being one of the better games that, that we saw all weekend. But, you know, it's, it still has to be called. If it's there, make the call. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I don't know. I just think that they, were, they didn't want the game to go out, uh, in like that. And I just, yeah. I just thought that was ridiculous. I, Michigan has to uh, figure it out. Uh, they – I I don't think that Blake Chrome made that much of a difference being out. No, because they they Edwards is a very good running back. I thought he still Michigan, had over a hundred. Michigan's uh, situation when they went to the fullback early on on a, on a fourth and goal, I believe, or first and goal, whenever it was. That was after uh, the touchdown. Those were after the touchdown. I thought that that was a stupid play. See, uh, I, didn't, I didn't hate that. Well, I do because the fullback's not used to getting that play. I hated the Philly special on the first drive. Yeah. Why are you doing that when you're yeah. running? When you're a running team, I, I agree there. That's I agree why, there. That's why I didn't care so much about the uh, fullback. Dunk. My thing is though, he's not used to getting that ball, and you know, you get it to your big guy, let him go. Uh, that guy is supposed to go block. That's you know. that's completely fair. But I but I, I made the, you, I had the same argument with a uh, with a friend, same day, or during, right after it, and I said, Michigan is a power running team. So I they have, are. So they I are. have no problem with them running a fullback dive there because one, it's on the inch line. Just turn around and hand the ball to him, or or let, let your let McCarthy just push forward. It's let just, that let that fullback that's right behind him push him into the end zone. I'll, I'll say this: uh, TCU didn't have any issues of uh, getting it uh, one yard out after their debacle in the uh, Big Twelve championship. Exactly, exactly. And they would have actually, you know, they would have still been playing Michigan. You know, it didn't matter. They were still going to play Michigan more than likely. Right. But, uh, yeah, that, they learned from their mistake. I'll just say I didn't hate that call. I understand it was, not, it was not as aggressive or it wasn't as smart as they could have done. I just didn't hate that call. I hated the Philly special. Yes. I think that they 
I I think he panicked and 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 used a gimmick at that point. And, I also and think early. I think they did get screwed there. I was pissed. Like, and I'm not even a Michigan fan. I was pissed I'm watching that. I was like, that guy clearly scored a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know what they were looking at. Yeah. I mean, bobbled the ball until he came in control of it. It's not a catch. Right. Correct. Right. I don't care where he landed or anything like that. Once he catches the ball. And he secures it. It's a catch. That's a touchdown. Yeah, and that was so a touchdown. I, I, I feel like the fullback dive shouldn't have ever mattered. And you know that was. And also that, that was ended up being that ended up being what and that those two possessions back to back was what a twenty one point swing basically because they were up fourteen to nothing and it should have been way less. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just out of, I, I referees. Uh, Referees and people who are doing re- replays, if you're not doing your job correctly, if you're not getting replay right, why do we have replay? Yeah. I mean, if you, if it's supposed to be used to get it right. Um, championship game coming up on Monday night, TCU Georgia. Like you said, Georgia 12.5 point favorite, 62.5 over under. They do believe it could be a shootout of some sorts. They do. And I think that's solely because they saw what. Uh, Ohio State's offense did against Georgia, but um, Ohio State's offense is I look TCU's offense isn't uh, Ohio State's. No, and I, mean, I know it's I know that it it's is good. It's very good, but they don't have Marvin Harrison Jr. or they don't have CJ Stroud. Exactly, those two. That's a one-two combination. And then even the rare. other wide receiver that went over a hundred, uh, the Ekobe e- e- or whatever the Okabe or I can't think of his last name, but it was like a, he had over a hundred. Yep. Uh, they're dynamic, and you know I went into this thinking. Look, after I saw what TCU did, in Michigan, I was thinking, okay, Big Ten is exactly back to what I thought they were. They were a two-team conference who played nobody. Yeah, but it's a good thing that they've got USC and UCLA coming in soon. That at least has a chance with, like I said, the parity to become a good conference and a more balanced conference instead of. One-sided. We're bringing in the Heisman Trophy winner, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Heisman Trophy winner. He, he couldn't – man, if he had a defense. My God. <laughs> that dude had the best game of all of them. Yeah. Uh, just unreal by him. And, and, you know, you're up 15 with four minutes to go. You should win the game, obviously. Yes. Yes. But I, mean, I, I blame I, – one, uh, the play calling on the goal line was absolutely pathetic. I know that they were scared, they were worried about making a mistake, but you have the Heisman Trophy winner in your backfield. Yes, I mean, what what else are you going to do? Let him control the the narrative. It was just stupid. That was dumb. But you know, credit to T Tulane for making the comeback. Yeah, quarterback that was probably that was seventeen times. That was the shock of the weekend. Oh God, yeah, but it was but it was incredible. It's it's so cool to see teams like that win. Yeah. But and Tulane did have the win over Kansas State. Yeah, they did. You know, so one loss all season. They deserve to be there, obviously. Yes. Um, and hell, they beat USC. And you know, I know a lot of people were very happy around here, which makes no sense to me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, they hate that California dude. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> California Ca- shouldn't be in the union. But Caleb, Caleb Williams uh, proved to me that he was the Heisman. He was incredible. Yeah. Um, he was very good, just very, oh. very good. I mean, it's just jaw dropping in some ways. And when he decides to come out, he uh, carried that team. I'll tell you that right now. Someone is going to have he's he's 
by far first first ballot. I'm actually, first one first one chosen. I was wondering I was wondering why he's not leaving after this year. He can't. He was a true freshman last year. I guess he's got one more year. He has to be there for he has to be yeah. there next year. Wow. That's insane. I thought he that kid's I a true sw- freshman. Well, last year he's a yeah. he's a true sophomore. Yeah. He's a second year. So I couldn't believe that. Like I thought that and he's not 21 either. Because you could leave if you were 21. So, that's unbelievable. I cannot believe that he wasn't going out. Uh, so, next year, mm. who's going to get Caleb Williams? Well, um, Titans, anyone? Any, yeah. Seriously. They, we won't have that chance, though. We're not going to be that that bad, hopefully. Uh, we, we hope on Derrick Henry. Uh, but anyway, um, UT. Well, oh, well, we didn't even. Yeah, we didn't even basically talk about the national title. Yeah. So let's let's you know. get back. Oh, to I forgot the about it. TCU Georgia. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, and I think that we're going to see an exposed TCU. Uh, I keep thinking that was going to happen all, all this time, and they keep winning. I just think the two best teams played each other this past weekend. I think that, I think there was four obvious best teams in the country this year and um i can't help that uh michigan did not play anybody other than ohio state this year and they won the only one game they, they right. won the only game that they played and they play they play their conference schedule uh and they it, get their but, wins like everybody else but they didn't like in the yeah. preseason or in their little exhibition games because that's what we're going to call them you beat the likes of hawaii and but <laughs> What, yeah, but co- nobody plays those. I mean, you you rarely, other than Alabama, going and playing Texas, Florida State playing LSU. There's teams that play te- better teams than that, and they were playing the worst. And that's and they also had to get rid of a one of their big ones, yeah. UCLA. They were supposed to play UCLA this year, and because they were moving to the Big Ten, they had to cancel the game. So they picked up Hawaii, yeah. which that you know that what didn't work in their favor. Uh, but I just don't think that Michigan was – now that I watched it all, I, I didn't – I know that they beat Ohio State, and you had to put them there because they were undefeated. Right. You cannot leave a Michigan undefeated out. Um, I think t- I think two of the best teams in the country had two losses this year, uh, but that's because they play in the toughest conference in football. Yeah. And, 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 and that's – look, I understand what you have to – what has to happen. I understand that TCU – I understand that Michigan both had to be there. Uh, but, look – after what I saw Saturday, I think the two best teams were uh, residing in the SEC. So you think it's Georgia by at least 12 and a half? We'll see at the very end of this podcast. Okay. So that's going to be one of his best bets, obviously, folks. UTB Clemson, uh, good game from what uh, the highlights that I saw. I did not get to, to watch the game. But uh, congratulations to, 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 to the Vols to a really nice rebound in a lot of ways from the disappointing end to the season. And then to come out and beat basically uh, uh, a team ranked higher than them uh, in the top ten down in in Miami in the world, uh, uh, I guess the world stage, if you will. So that was huge. Technically, was huge. technically, Clemson was seventh and Tennessee was sixth. Technically, but but nobody thought Tennessee was going to win that game. Right. You you didn't have you had Joe Milton. They thought that, you know, Joe Milton was going to throw the ball to Cuba. Um, <laughs> and, and honestly, he looked like he looked like a quarterback going that hit, that could start next year going forward for Tennessee. Uh, they're going to have to change a few things around. Uh, you know, the, 
he's going to have to learn when to run. Uh, I think you're right there. I mean, and that'll that'll become in the off season, right? Uh, right. I mean, you you have that's why you have the the specialized. And he's got to be pushed this year. He's yeah. going to be pushed by a freshman in the off season during spring and during the fall. He's going to be pushed by a true freshman five star. Yeah, and he needs to. Uh, I'm 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 extremely excited now about the next uh, about this upcoming season because of the way he played. Uh, I'm more excited about how our defense played the last two games of the season. Now I know they I know Vanderbilt wasn't worth a damn, but no. shutting shutting a team out, which a team, which Tennessee's defense does not do, uh, was impressive. And then come and then go and allow fourteen points against Clemson. Yes. That was huge. I mean, you, you look at Clemson and what they've done all season. They scored points. Yeah, even with DJ. Yeah. And DJ wasn't points. any good. And so that 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 was a big thing. I think that Clemson overlooked Tennessee's defense, uh, obviously so, and they did not think that Milton was going to uh, start connecting with basically two new wide receivers that he uh, he needed to find, and uh, he did. Yeah, Squirrel White is going to be a superstar at Tennessee. Yeah, uh, he's only going to get bigger and faster. Uh, and and you know, Brew McCoy lo- looked really good. I know he's got one more year left at Tennessee, and he looked and and I thought Ramel Keaton, who who had had nice plays in the season this year, but kind of got outshined by you know the Jalen Heights and the Brew McCoys this yeah. year. Uh, I think they're going to be fine next year with addition of a couple, you know, maybe a transfer wide receiver or and a couple of these freshman guys coming in. Uh, but I think that Joe Milton's going to have a, a a really nice cast around him. I think he's going to have a good offensive lineman around him again. I think the Tennessee's defense is going to be better next year. Uh, the, speaking of their defense, Aaron Beasley, their linebacker, he had the best game I've seen from a Tennessee linebacker since – I can't tell you how long he looked amazing against uh, K uh, Clubnick's uh, against yeah against Clubnick. Uh, he was on his back all night long because of Aaron Beasley. It was incredible. I was very shocked at the score. I know that uh, I know that Clemson missed three uh, field goals, but that's you know that's the life of a kicker. Uh, <laughs> but you know it it was impressive. And, New you Year, know, you gonna change your love for kickers? Never. Okay. I, look, I went back. I've always I do this every year just to see. Um, I went back to see when my earliest uh, hate for kickers started, and it it started quickly. Uh, so I've had it. I've had it before social media. Okay, I got you. Because I mean, one of my first few tweets back in twenty ten or eleven or whatever it was was how much I hated a, how much I hated kickers. So uh, I don't think that's ever going to change for me. Uh, they're awful. I look. Uh, hey, I appreciate Clemson's kicker missing three of them. Uh, that was good. That was cool. Uh, thank him for being a kicker. Yeah, thank you for being a kicker because you suck. <laughs> but it was fantastic for us. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, wasn't expecting the score. I was expecting a little more closer. Uh, honestly, I was thinking uh, Clemson was going to cover. It was two and a half by the time kickoff started. I thought Clemson probably would win and they'd cover. Um, I didn't expect this Tennessee. They played incredible, and I'm I'm happy looking forward. Uh, and it and <laughs> man, Joe Milton, Joe Milton and Aaron Beasley, they were they played out of their minds. Uh, but I've been waiting to talk about this dude next for the entire time we started, and and I can't believe I'm about to talk good about this team. But um, Bryce Young in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed a lot of poise. Bryce Young looked like the Heisman candidate. Uh, looked yeah. like the Heisman uh, winner. Uh, he 
what else can you? What else more can I say about Bryce Young? I mean, he's he's going he's going to be the first quarterback chosen. There's not even a question anymore you know, to me. He's, he's going to be playing in Houston. I think C.J. Stroud helped himself to at least get number two yes. or number three, whoever like whoever needs quarterback second. But I think Bryce Young is number one. No, without a doubt. Uh, Alabama is – look, yes, Alabama is a football factory, and they are going to replace Bryce Young like it's nothing, and probably with Ty Simpson. But they're going to miss they're going to miss Bryce Young. Yeah, Ty Simpson's good. Yeah, Ty he's, gonna, good. He's, he's not gonna Bryce good, Young. He's going to be good under Saban. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna Bryce Young, though. Ain't nobody going to be Bryce Young. No. Bryce Young is unreal. Five touchdowns. He only threw the ball 21 times. That dude is unreal. And I don't – I still – we talked about – we've talked we talked about it three weeks in a row about how I hated how the Heisman candidate – or Heisman trophy ceremony went. That guy was, was, the, was the Heisman two years in a row. You, you, have be, you have become happier with the Heisman when you realize that it is nothing more than a – a big ceremony for a bunch of big wigs in New York. It really means nothing. The other awards are the ones that matter. Right. Well, if you that's know. the case, then Max Duggan shouldn't have got the damn uh, Davey O'Brien award. Well, I was shocked by that. I was really shocked by that. But uh, I think they, they gave that to him because of his little performance in against Kansas State and a couple of others. But, yeah, I, I, I was really shocked by that one. But either way, Alabama's – they're not going anywhere. And that sucks. Well, that I mean, sucks. they're going to be good. They're going to be. They're always going to be yeah. good, and you expect that. And, I mean, they may take a step down next year because they're not going to have Bryce Young, but and Will Anderson because Will Anderson's going to go with top five too. He's they'll incredible. win nine to ten games. I, they're not going to win. Look, they went. Did you see that stat? They haven't won less than eleven games since two thousand and what twelve. Yeah. They're not going to. They're going to win eleven games next year, yeah. just like they always do. Well, regular season, I'm saying nine to ten games. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, they're they're not going to lose. They're they're going to be by the end of it. It'll be eleven two. I think they're going to have trouble with LSU from now on. The LSU's not going to. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, uh, I don't unless know they can get past this uh, sex scandal. <laughs> sex kills. Um, but uh, it, I don't see anybody else in the West really being there. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we know that Petrino, Petrino went to. A&M is their OC. I don't get that. I um, was really shocked a little bit. and But, you know, he is a good OC. He knows offense. Yeah, but Jimbo, I think Jimbo's just grasping at straws. He's he's afraid for his job, yeah. Because Texas A&M people are on him. He shouldn't be afraid for his job. The dude gets fired and he's going to get 90-something million dollars. <laughs> he is going to get a lot. That, Best job in the world is a fired SEC football coach. Oh gosh, yes, without a doubt. So it doesn't matter what Jimbo does; <laughs> he should be he should be the most comfortable man on earth. Is uh, speaking of coaches, Harbaugh leaving? He gonna go to uh, Denver or somewhere in the NFL? Who? I mean, I thought like I mean, I thought he was a good NFL coach. He was a good – they to be coached against his brother in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Probably should have won it. Probably should have won it. Uh, man. But this, we do we do this every two years, don't we? Yes. Because it's rumored every two years for him. Yeah. Because he doesn't stay anywhere very long. No. So, here we are. We're here again. Is he going to use this for another uh, raise and extension? He could. He might. Uh, wow. But you know, because that's what the I Bron think. Every the time Broncos I hear are that. calling. You have you are a quarterback kind of guy. 
you can coach quarterbacks. You might be able to get Russell Wilson to turn around. I think part of the Russell Wilson problem is that uh, the offense that they staged for him was absolutely abysmal. That's I mean, yeah, that's fair, but I just don't think that he's a, a team guy much anymore. But Harbaugh could bring that around to him. Possibly. Possibly. I think, I think maybe if he Harbaugh would go try to find his own guy. Might. But he could also go somewhere where he can make his own decision. Who he wants to be, that you know, I I don't know who. What is it? The who? Where are we looking at? Like, is it just the Broncos right now? Well, well uh, I, I saw the Panthers too, right? I think the Pan Panthers have an interim coach, right? But they could. I mean, no, I, I think I saw that Jim. Har that's where I originally saw Jim Harbaugh's name or Harbaugh's name. Yeah, now they started throwing him out at, at Denver okay. strongly, but I I think Carolina is a possibility. You can now go get your own quarterback, yep. and he's going to be a like a mid a a, a top ten pick, right? Supposed to be. You'll be able to get a quarterback. You're not getting C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, but you'll be able to get, I guess, Will Levis. <laughs> he might want to stay at Michigan. <laughs> he may. I bet he does. And I bet he correlates that into an extension or some kind. That's, or I just maybe, think that's what he's doing. You know, maybe a signing bonus or something like that. Increase it's something. It's the same shit that um, – that Mike Gundy does at Oklahoma State yeah. every two to three years. He gets frustrated, well, and then he starts putting his name, or he gets his agent, Jimmy Sexton, yeah. to put in, hey, uh, put my name out there. Hey, well, you know the agent does that. Yeah. The agent says, hey, I can get you more money. That's exactly what he does. Yeah. So he just tells us, he, he tells Jimmy Sexton, who is yeah. his agent, he'll say, hey, hook me up. Yeah. He got two raises because his name got mentioned in Tennessee job uh, in, in Tennessee right. jobs in two, in two straight – cycles and it's going to do it again because that's what he because look he ain't leaving oklahoma state no but that's what that's what harbaugh's doing right now i think harbaugh's not going anywhere yeah i, can't uh, I think it. he'd be stupid to leave michigan right now i mean you you got you have a team that won a uh the, the big 10 title twice in a row yeah saying you went to the playoffs twice now so I I think he stays. Now he's gonna have to figure out a way to get past that semifinal stage if he's gonna if they're gonna do that now. Then well he found a way to get past Ohio State, right? Which now, was last year. Yeah, you know, they they had lost what thirteen in a row. Yeah. It wasn't a rivalry anymore. Right. Now until he's, he's last gotten, year. gotten to that. So he might be able to do that. I and McCarthy's he, a damn good little quarterback. I think you know? he's all right. I think I think he's perfect for that system. Yes. Uh, he's he, good play action. He guy. had good numbers too. I mean, but I think a lot of that was because they had to throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to do that. Obviously, you see that that you have two running. They had two running backs this year that could bust it at any time. Quorum and uh, Williams were was it Williams? Edwards? Edwards. I'm, yeah. What am I thinking? Williams. Uh, Caleb is in my head again. Uh, but uh, you know, Edwards and uh, Quorum were incredible this year, and they're going to have Edwards next year, and he's going to be just as good. But I, you know, I think he stays. I don't. I think this is just to get him some more, uh, more money, which he should. Yeah. But the, he, they eventually, though, if they're going to keep making consistent runs to the playoffs, uh, Michigan fans are going to start saying, "Hey, you got to get there." True. You got to get there, and that's why Ohio State fans are getting pissed off at Ryan Day. Yeah. Because he's not getting there, and they're making content. Like, they're making consistent. They're being consistent, and they're always in the playoffs, but they're not going. To well, the championship. Take that into consideration and to what happened to Tennessee. No, they were right there. They were almost getting there. And then all of a sudden, everybody, we should be doing better. Yeah. We should be doing better. And look what happened. Well, 15 years of mediocrity. I just think they rushed to hire 15 years ago. Yeah. They thought that they were going to hire. I mean, which Lane Kiffin was a hot name. 
But yeah. you got to take you had to take in consideration that that dude was probably going to anytime USC job opened up, any, which any kind of research gonna, he was going to go. Any kind of research. And look, I jumped that. on the Lane train. Lane, Lane Kiffin was awesome to me, and he only won seven games in his first year. Yeah. But he had the number one recruiting class in the country, and I was excited. Now, we would have been on all kinds of probation. Oh, yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> cheating's cheating. Cheating's cheating. Everybody uh, does it, and, and just, we go to the night but you get caught. I, you know, I thought Fulmer needed to go. I just thought he should have got gone on his own time. Yes, he he was at the end of his time, and he should you know. But what that's that's near neither here or there. Tennessee finally found a coach, and now I'm happy with him. Which you know <laughs> I wasn't, you know, and I was wrong. Yeah, and I'm so happy with that. Uh, that's so Michigan. You know, Michigan and Ohio State need to be happy with what they have. Oh yes, they should be. They should be, and just just shut up and let the the natural progression of what's about to happen. Whoever knows what the hell is about to happen in college football. Uh, with all, I think it's I think it's blowing wide open, and I think it's a good thing yeah. for for college football because it needs a change. Um, we're going to talk some NFL in just a little bit. We're you also going to do some uh, some. Uh, you want to do our? Uh, you want to do? Uh, let's do new, some New Year's resolutions. For so so you want to do New Year's resolutions on college? I want to do some college football okay. New Year's resolutions. Okay. okay. Um, got gotcha. you. Because you know it's New Year's. Yeah. You got to make New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So I decided. Why don't we just pick a couple teams? I picked a couple teams and things in college football that could use some New Year's New Year's resolutions. And I'll start with who we were just talking about. Yes, the Michigan Wolverines. Yes, uh, I think that their New Year's resolutions for twenty twenty three is to finish the damn job. Uh, stop choking. Like yes, you did. You you finally broke through two years ago and beat Ohio State. You finally got to a playoff. Then you got destroyed by Michigan or, or Georgia. Got yes. destroyed. Yeah, they did. This year, you go undefeated. <clears throat> yes. You dominate Ohio State. You dominate the Big Ten championship. Then you're now the favorite to get to the championship to play Georgia or whoever it is, or maybe a rematch with Ohio State. Doesn't matter. And then you come out in that first quarter and look like you did and let TCU jump all over you, and you play from behind the rest of the game. It's That's a true. choke job. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Michigan was a better football team. But they got at – TCU got them out of what they like to do, and then it was over. Michigan, if you're – look, your res, New Year's resolution should be, hey, finish our damn – finish the damn job. Yeah, I agree. So, let's finish the job. And I don't like Michigan, but I feel like that's what their fans should be saying. Finish the job. Finish the job. Um – Got one for Tennessee, because right. you know I can't I can't not do my team. Um, continue what you started. You know this year you went eleven and two, first eleven win season since two thousand and one. Okay, let's continue it. Continue. Yeah. It. Don't don't take a step down. Eight wins is not good enough anymore. You know you cannot win eight games and be happy about it. Continue what you started. Keep keep moving forward. Like so, next year. I'd love to. I'm not saying we're gonna make the playoffs because I don't know if that. I don't know if that's feasibly possible, but you have a shot to go to New Year's Six Bowl again. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Um, Be happy with it. I did one for the SEC. Okay. Um, somebody, please God, beat Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Might since uh, Stetson's going to be going away, won't he? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Well, sure, it does. We can put. 
No, I don't agree with that. Look, we can put a 26-year-old walk-on uh, out no. there uh, at Georgia. Any, look. No. That offense is good. It is very good, but it's also because he's there. Justin Fields was good, too. Would have been good there, too, before he transferred to Ohio State. But he, but he transferred. I, so, I, look, I'm telling you, it, it didn't matter. It's butts. It didn't matter. It could, it could have been anybody. <laughs> Somebody else could have won, could be winning at Georgia, too. Uh, but somebody please beat him. There, that's that's it for that. Uh, that's it for. Uh, oh no, no Heisman. Look, I got one for the Heisman committee, uh, and I know you can gonna bring up that it's a. Uh, it is a money grab, and I don't care. It um, is. Can we please get it right? No, they won't do that. That's all I want. Just get They're it right. Uh, have the right people there. Name the right Heisman. Don't fall with what the media is just pushing every year. Name the right candidate. Name the right person who should be the Heisman Trophy winner. This year it should have been Bryce Young, and he didn't even – he was finished, what, ninth? That's stupid as shit. But so there, that's all I got right there. Um, but, yeah, there's my – you know, got me some uh, – I got me some uh, New Year's resolutions for college football. So, there you go. We'll talk NFL in just a moment, and we have some college football – college basketball – and uh, I believe some more New Year's resolutions. That's all coming up. Weeks in the Pope podcast. The NFL, the only thing I think we should say about uh, the DeMar Hamlin situation is we hope he makes a full recovery and has a wonderful life. That is uh, my best wishes for him. Um, I'll have more on something along that line toward the end of our podcast but uh man there's a lot of ifs and buts going on for playoff possibilities obviously there's one that is pretty simple and it's with our team just win win. just win you're in do you want to be in you as a fan right now do you want the titans to win and be in the playoffs okay yes i want to be in the playoffs okay yes but with this I, team? But do I want to be in the playoffs <laughs> with this team? I don't know. Probably not. But, I mean, I don't want to lose to the Jacks twice in a row. No, I don't either. I think it's going to start happening if we don't watch it because they are going to be uh, the team to deal with, with the, with that quarterback and with that running back, with the defense that they're building. You know. Okay, so me being mm-hmm. a Vols fan – and Josh Dobbs being the starting quarterback, obviously I want to see him succeed. I agree. Um, I agree. And he had a pretty decent game against th- the Cowboys. Look, he does, the, doesn't have any help. You know, all of a sudden, what was he, sacking groceries or something, and all of a sudden he comes back and he's playing a little bit. Yeah, he was on the practice squad for somebody. Yeah, and throws throw, – I mean, he. I know he was with Pittsburgh for quite a while. but and he never, Cleveland. And then Cleveland uh, never really played. No, he didn't. He, I don't even think he dressed out with Cleveland. You know, so – this was huge. Uh, threw a touchdown pass. Did not have the services of Derrick Henry. No, and that, that didn't help him at all. Right. And I understand why not rest Derrick. Uh, there's no sense in playing. Yeah, last week didn't matter. It didn't. It really didn't. Um, it, all ma- it, it Literally, two weeks ago, nothing mattered until this week. Yeah. So, coming up Saturday night, I know they're down in Florida. The Titans have a little extra time to prepare. Uh, that gives Dobbs a lot of time to work with his wide receivers, work with Derrick Henry, uh, get that offensive line possibly to where they can at least open a hole every now and then. Yeah. I don't even like talking about it anymore. The offensive line is so bad. It is terrible. During that game against the Cowboys, at one time, 
they had four guys out. No, yeah, four guys out there that did not start the season on a roster. Right. That's how right. bad that offensive line is. And I think we've we talked about, and uh, maybe one of our New Year's resolutions for for God's sake, uh, Titans get a strength and conditioning program that's better. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. I New think Year's resolution for the Tennessee Titans. We have three things, right? Yeah. That you just mentioned it. Yeah. Figure out your strength and conditioning. Find you an offensive line. I don't care what you got to do. Find it. Yep. And then fire your offensive coordinator and name a new one. Yeah. That's the bare minimum. But and I, mean, and I strength, would be happy. Strength and conditioning with the injuries in the last two years, obviously something is not working. No, nothing's working. So, uh, and and Brave's got to figure something out, or he can be gone too. I think and I don't right. want him to go. I don't, I don't want, want him to go because I like uh, Braves. I think Amy likes him too, but uh, she can only like so much. I don't think that. I think that he hated the Malik uh, Willis uh, pick pickup oh, at quarterback. Yeah, uh, that's why Josh Dobbs is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I. We're, we're going to see – this is going to be Vrabel and the new GM's whole thing. This whole offseason is going to be them yep. two. And then it's going to fall on him. If you, nothing changes next year, if there's no sign of improvement from what that happened, he's going to have to go to. Yeah. He'll uh, have to fall on the sword. Yeah. And yeah. Th- and that'll suck. Uh, but, you know, Titans got to win. That's it. There is nothing else to say. The Titans yep. have to win or the Jacks have to win. Yeah. Winner gets the fourth fourth seed and probably hosts the Chargers in the playoffs. Because the 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 sexy pick is for the Jags to win for the TV networks. That way Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. the golden boy, first round pick. He's in the playoffs in just his second season. Yep, Travis T- Etienne, so, who, who ATN. is his college teammate. Yep. You know, they're you know, who, who's having a really good season. It makes sense. Yep. Nobody wants to see Josh Dobbs as a starting quarterback in the playoff. Exactly. And I understand it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. New England in with a win at Buffalo. Uh, hey, currently or, they are the seventh seed. Yeah. Or Pittsburgh loss in Cleveland versus Cleveland and a Miami loss versus the Jets. Hmm. So, if if that happens, so which gonna, is possible, Pittsburgh's are, in if the Patriots lose, Miami lose. So, we're, we're talking about the AFC South seventh seed. Just the seventh seed. Yeah, the seventh seed in the AFC. Miami in with a Patriot loss, Steeler loss. That's basically it. The Jacks can get in, too, even with a loss. Um, they would have to have losses by the Dolphins, Patriots, and the Steelers. Yes, which is possible. Which, that's, look, you're, you're that's, very, that's very, very possible. possible. The Titans can get in. You know, I realize Pittsburgh's playing Cleveland, but it's possible. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's very, very possible. Kansas City clinches with a win against the Raiders because they're not going to play that Buffalo-Cincinnati game. Uh, wait, who, wait, who did you just say? Kansas City. Kansas City. Oh, yeah. So, here's all that they need to do, right, is just win. Right. They are the number one seed. A win plus a Bills loss uh, would clinch the one seed. Two Bills losses and the Bengals loss. So, that means they're not going to play that. They're may, not well, they that. may not. We don't know yet. We yeah. really don't know. Well, I can't see them doing that. They can push. What they would do is they would push the week back and there would be no Pro Bowl week. Yeah. That's what they would do. So I'm fine with that. Well, I mean, still have a Pro Bowl because it really doesn't fucking matter. Because they're not. It's not a Pro Bowl. It's not a game. No, it's flag football. Isn't exactly. It? So it doesn't. And Peyton and Eli are coaching. Who cares? And they have defensive coordinators in flag football. Literally, who cares? You know. Okay. So, so <laughs> what can happen is after this week 18, they can decide. Hey, are yeah. we going to play the Bills and Bengals in week 19? Yeah. 
Uh, and that would be, and then every team except them two get a get a bye week before the playoffs, which happens anyway. And the Chiefs, or the whoever gets the one seed, more than likely, or unless the Bills were somehow sneak in there, or the Bengals. Yeah. See, that's and that's the, that's all right. So that's the problem with them canceling this game. Yes, and I think they know that. And and and, and, and I'm not, and I am not saying, I'm not saying at all. That it should, you know, like that, I, you know, because a lot of people were getting mad at some uh, certain people about asking that question when that ha- when that incident happened uh, a Monday night, and and nobody nobody is taking away the fact that that guy was fighting for his life. Right. Nobody was. Right. Right. Everybody wa- cared about him 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 being hurt. But you had to uh, people in the back of their mind had to be thinking, what is going to happen here? The Cincinnati Bengals still had a shot for the one seed. Yes. And now they don't. If they don't play it. And if they don't play it. And, you know, of course, they obviously have to have a Raiders win over Kansas City to help out because they beat Kansas right. City. So, you know, it's, 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 ooh, it's, a, it's a jumbled mess. It's tough. And it's and, a tough situation to even talk about because you don't want to be seem insensitive about yeah. it. But, but nobody's, I don't think anybody's trying to be insensitive about the situation. No, nobody no, wants. No, no, no. Nobody wants what happened happen. No, uh, I don't think it, it, at the point that it happened. Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and do do my thing. ESPN, I think they dropped the ball. Uh, I thought they should have cut away and gone to pre-recorded programming. There was nothing to report. You can speculate all you want. Speculation, speculation on that type of situation is shameful and abysmal. It should never happen. Um, the, the only comeback when you have solid information, the stumbling nature in which the, the, the broadcast was handled was just terrible for sports. Um, then they have this guy who's outside the, the, the hospital talking about how Stefan Diggs got it. Shut up. Yeah, I didn't Shut up. That was, a pri- that was a private situation. We don't need to know that. And, and I, I don't want to know what all went on there. No. Because, you know, and it's just, it just shouldn't happen. But – you know, congratulations on uh, just absolutely botching a situation where you had a chance to be respectful and then informative when information became available. And then forcing people like, then forcing people like Booger McFarlane and Susie Culber and, and she was just absolutely clueless yeah, about what. What to are do. you supposed to say? She had no idea, and I don't blame her. And then you have, and you know, you've got people saying prayers live on television, and then you have, and then you have, you know, uh, Ryan Clark who went through a similar situation yes. in in Pittsburgh where he he almost died, like you know. Then you have Scott Van Pelt having his, th- you know, saying hit what he was saying. They didn't. They had no business. Just they should have shut we up. We knew what the situation yes. was. We knew as soon as the the situation became apparent. And they said they were applying CPR on on Hamlin. That's all you needed to say, ladies and gentlemen. We will bow out to pre-recorded programming. When we have any further information, we will come on and give it to you. Staying on was about the dumbest ass shit that I've seen. The next ever. update we should have got was whenever they said that he was breathing at the hospital, right, and that he and and he was in critical condition because that is all we've gotten in two days. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's the whole situation because it's going to be a slow recovery. Exactly. I, it, it, it made me sick to have to sit there and watch Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and those and those mm-hmm. guys in Buffalo out there just crying on the field. Yeah, that it had they had no business putting that on out there. It, it, and yes, I know that their lives are. I know that their lives are on television, and everything is about is about TV. Right. But that shouldn't have been one of them. And I think, yeah. and I'm with you. They botched all of it. Yep. And then everybody was mad. Like every, people were mad about what some of these guys were having to say. But you're putting them on television and making them talk about something that they, only one of them knew about. Yeah, they had no idea what to talk about. What are you supposed to talk about? Yeah. So going forth is the only thing they could talk about because they didn't have any information on it, the other. It, you're you were 100 percent right. You know? It was completely botched, and I hate yeah. I hated how they handled it. It was so pathetic. That was from the upper echelon of ESPN. If I'm the general manager, program director, whatever at ESPN, I'm on the phone, get off the air, and put it on 30 for 30. Anything. Anything. Yeah. There was 23 minutes of him being on that field, laying on that field, and like 20, what, 19 of it, of them uh, performing CPR on him. Mm -hmm. There should not have been a camera on any of it. Right. It should have been over. That's, give that's, it, you can give an update. You can give updates, but all, all the update is is he is now being transported to the hospital. Right. He is now breathing. He is breathing, but he's he has a tube, and then and 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 that's it. Yeah, I, I thought they botched it, and it, it was a sad, sad day for sports television. Uh, sad night, and it continues to be because now they all are running with it, and that's the lead story on everything. And instead, it's they're sensationalizing the the tragedy of the whole event but uh, there are other things going on in sports that you can focus with and that's what sports is supposed to do it's supposed to focus things to where we don't have to think about the daily fucking shit the real world yeah the real world sports is because because i say this about twitter sports aren't sports aren't real right i mean yes they're 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 they they bring they bring people together they're they're but they're fun they're fun it's not real it's it's not it shouldn't be where this thing where you have to sit there and talk about the worst thing that's happened exactly and, and some of these people's lives mm-hmm. and then and, and those four guys, those four people that were on that panel having to talk about that it was so pathetic and, and I hated it and people were getting they were getting criticism for it and they they were not they shouldn't have been in that position in the first place no. and it was no. so damn sad to watch I turned it off I didn't want to watch it it made me sick to my stomach that they were sitting there talking about it if and this is what I can't get people to understand dislike with uh, any of the news agencies and and, and the, the what they've done in recent years everything is about ratings and making money it's not about giving information it's about getting ratings and espn is so used they invented the panel discussion where do you think all these news agencies came from they hired espn people to become news producers so they would understand how to get these panels going and espn is the one that got it going and it should not have been part for that that's not a panel discussion. No, that is not a panel discussion when someone's fighting for their life. Yeah, you're uh, right, and that it was it was sad, and I hate that we talked so long about it yeah. because look, the well, guy, we're talking so we can talk about the situation of, that ESPN right. did, and I hope but, I hope look, I hope the guy I I hope Demar Hamlin is okay. Yes, I hope that one day he can play football again. But honestly, I just hope he's alive. Yes, 
and that should have been the end of it with mm-hmm. him. And and you're right. This that's exactly. I, what it I turned been. it off. I, didn't I turned it off. It was I, too I close too. to home. I hated it. You know, it was way too close to home. I mean, we we saw we saw firsthand out yes. here. So it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm, I, we're, you're completely right. And I I I just ESPN fucked it up. Oh, they did. They did. They completely fucked it up. And I and and they should face they should face criticism. The, not not the people that were on television. Yeah, not the panel. The, it's people, the people behind the, the, the scenes. The people behind the scenes yes. should, should have faced criticism. Let's let's get some names on that. Let's bring them forward a little bit. Let's let's hound them. Yep. Those are the people responsible. They're the ones in the ear, and you know, and you're you're being told you do this, and you're not realizing because you're in shock at the moment that you could actually get up and say, "Fuck you, I'm not doing this." I agree. I agree. You know, I I felt for Booger McFarland. I felt for for everyone else. Susie Colbert, bless her heart. As she just was just beside herself in what to do. Uh, I thought it was terrible. Joe Buck, uh, Troy Aikman, they didn't know what to do either. Yeah, I hated uh, it for Ryan Clark, who had to relive a fuck yeah. the worst experience of his life. Yeah, exactly. So ESPN, good for dropping a ball. Uh, Philadelphia wins the NFC with a win against the Giants. We're going to see. But if they could lose, they could lose. Yeah. And then you know who could win? And ain't happening. Um <laughs> Uh, are we going to see Hurts back? I just got an update. Not even – not. I'll tell you exactly when I got this update. Uh, eight minutes ago – no, ten minutes ago, Jalen Hurts was a limited participant in practice this week. He'll be playing. He'll be playing. That's almost panicking in a way. Ooh. You know, if he's limited still, you know, I wouldn't chance him. He's my franchise. Also, eight minutes ago – Derrick Henry was a full participant in practice, and he's expected to return. Oh, of course he was. He, he wasn't injured. <laughs> he could have played against the Cowboys. Yeah. All right, but, yeah. Yeah, but, yes, Jalen Hurts has to absolutely play. He is the – look, uh, there was a lot of people that said the Eagles could win with anybody at quarterback. Uh, that is full-blown no, false. No, uh, and, and that is false because Jalen Hurts is a, is a difference maker. Uh, they would have beat the Cowboys. They would have won this past weekend. He makes decisions and yep. makes plays where there isn't, and Minshew cannot do that. Jalen Hurts is a superstar. He is. And he's turned into a superstar, which is crazy because two years ago he wasn't. Right. Last year he was not. This year he's fixed some things. Uh, he's learned when to run. He's learned to be a quarterback, yes. a real quarterback. And the Eagles, the Eagles are a Super Bowl contender with Jalen Hurts as the starting mm-hmm. quarterback. And if they're not going to play this week, if he doesn't play this week and Gardner Minshew doesn't – uh, now, granted, I don't think the Giants have anything to play for. They're, they're in the playoffs. Right. The Giants have clinched the playoffs since when? Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, they have nothing to play for. There's no. I don't think there's anything seeding wise that helps them out. Let's. I, I'm looking no, at it right not. now. There's really not. They are the, the the only thing that helps anybody. I mean, the Giants are the sixth seed. So that's it. They're there. So, so you're just looking at seventh seed in the NFC. Yeah. You know, Cowboys have already clinched a playoff spot. Giants have clinched a playoff spot. All we're looking for is whether or not it's Green Bay, Detroit, or the Seahawks. Or the Seahawks, yeah. and that's the only thing in the NFC. So, what do you I want be, to happen? I, what I want to happen? Uh, you don't want to know. I, I'll tell you what I want to happen. I know exactly <laughs> what I want to happen. Look, they've won seven out of nine. I'm telling you who I want to be in there. Big Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. I, I have a lot of respect for that. I, I think that he's done a great job. But, uh, do you want the damn Cap, uh, Green Bay Packers? I really do because Aaron Rodgers is hot right now and they are playing. <laughs> you want playoff Rodgers in the playoffs? Playoff Rodgers in the playoffs. They are playing like a bat out of who, hell right, right so now. So who would be the two? So who's the two seed? Is it the? It's not the Cowboys. Is it's it? San Fran. What a game. 
the Niners and the or the Niners and the Packers would be wild. That uh, would be. I mean, you're eliminating a Super Bowl possible. Do you know how many times you the know? Niners have eliminated the four, uh, Cowboy or the the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. in the playoffs? Yeah, that's his damn hometown team. That's oh, I think it, I think that's what's we're, what we're gonna see. Give me the damn. Although, points. although I mean, hell, uh, Seahawks win uh, against the Rams. That's all they you know, have to do. But but actually, they got to get a Green Bay loss. Packers loss or tie versus Lions or Rams and Lions. Okay, or, yeah, see Green Bay or wins tie the versus the Rams and a Lions Packers yeah. tie. Oh my God, that's just, just, just win. Yeah, just, just win. win. Green Bay wins, they're in. Okay, that's all there is to it. To that, but Green Bay loses. Seahawks win. Seahawks are in. Okay, so the so, Lions, my Lions, who they got to win. That's how I'm rooting for. They've got to win and, and a Seahawks loss to the Rams. Which is fine. Baker. It's a four and eleven team. Four and twelve team. Baker Mayfield. Team stinks. Baker Mayfield playing for next year's contract. But I mean that's gonna be a fun one. I think I think it's gonna be fun. Uh I want the lines in. Give me the lines at seven. It's just so much toss up. Man, they won seven out of nine, dude. I know it. I know. That's an awesome story. It 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 really is. Uh but if they didn't play in the same friggin' division. Is Green Bay? They wouldn't be playing Aaron Rodgers this weekend. Uh, all right, let's let me throw this scenario out here because I don't know. Um, actually, if I just scroll up, I can see it. Okay. All right, 49ers will clinch the one seed with a win versus the Cardinals and an Eagles loss. Yes, that's all it is. Yes. Whew. And and Forty Niners more than likely going to win. I yeah, they're think. not losing to the Cardinals. They they're not losing to David Blau. <laughs> they should. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that is terrible. And to look up and – oh, man. Uh, you're right. So, if the Eagles lose, you're looking 49ers won. <laughs> hey, you know who else can clinch the number one seed? I know you're going to say the Cowboys. The could. Dallas freaking Cowboys. All Dallas that Cowboys. needs to happen. But they've got Washington. And Washington Washington's playing for nothing. Yeah, I know. You know so and they've got to win. They're playing a guy who hadn't been where I've, he look, was sacking groceries last week. I've literally never heard that guy's name, so I don't. I don't know. I can't even tell you. I saw it earlier. I just don't know his name. Uh, he was sacking groceries. Something a week Wilson, ago. right? Maybe yesterday. I think Patrick so. Wilson. I don't, I don't know. Patrick. Win at the Commanders. Eagles lost. Forty ers lost. Cowboys are one seed. Give me that madness. <laughs> yeah. What a horrid, horrid day that would Man, be. Man, that'd be fun. I'm rooting for it. Let's go. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me, go. Right, let me see if there's it, any but, more but scenarios. But the great thing is Tampa Bay is in. Oh Tom Brady God. is back in the playoffs. And if I'm Byron Leftwich, I say, Tom, what do you want to run? <laughs> That's true. That is true. Okay, so the only thing we didn't talk about is the AFC North title, and all that needs to happen is the Bengals win. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals win or the Bills beat the Ravens. That's all that needs to happen yeah. for uh, the Bengals to win because they haven't won the division yet either. I, I, I'm, they would have really... won it. Or they would have won it this past week with a win against the Bills, right? But obviously, um, I'm liking what the Ravens are doing without Lamar. Yeah, but they're, know, but I mean they're they're, they're still living on borrowed time. But at least they're winning, where our week. team ain't fucking winning. They didn't win this week. Yeah, true. Uh, and they're not scoring any points. No, no, but their defense is good. Yeah, of course, it's always going to be good. That's never going to be a question with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Bengals, <laughs> honestly, I, if I'm the Bengals, I don't care where you put me. Uh, you want to be the one seed, but I don't care where you put me. They're so hot, they, it doesn't they matter. Don't, they don't care. They don't care. They're the best team in football. 
Uh, I, I hate to say that. They're pretty close. I mean, you know, them in San Francisco, I think, would be a great, great Super Bowl. Uh, harking back to the two times that Montana beat uh, Cincinnati, that'd be fun. Yeah. So that'd I think that's fun. it. So we're, that's where we're at. The seven seeds have got some drama this week. Does. The AFC South's got some drama this week. Uh, the NFC East really does. It honestly doesn't. It should go chalk. Um, and then I'm trying to make sure we get this right. Yeah, that's it. The seven seeds and mm-hmm. then the two division races. That's um, it. Should be a fun week. I think so. And I'm glad that they reassigned some games on Saturday Yeah, to, to where we could have some prime time. Sunday night we know. get Packers and Lions. Man. Big Dan Campbell versus Aaron Rodgers. Man, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. And, look, I – I'm kind of pissed that the Titans are playing on Saturday night because I don't want it to be in front of everybody. I'd rather that game be at 12 <laughs> o'clock on, on Sunday. And also ran, you no, know, a regional CBS I don't, game. I don't want it to be in front of everybody. ABC, ESPN, That's ESPN2. Josh, Josh Dobbs' <laughs> first two starts are on national television. I don't mm-hmm. like that, but whatever. It's Hey, hey if you want to be an NFL quarterback, if you want to be a primetime player, to, hey, Saturday is the night you do it. Yeah. Look, I, nobody. Hey, nobody will give a damn what the Titans have done seven games before that. If Josh Dobbs beats the Jacksonville Jaguars, I agree. I so agree. Just do it. Uh, it. It'll be fine. I I think we'll hopefully hopefully we'll see Derrick Henry 150 plus. I think they win. Yeah. Uh, if we see Derrick Henry under 100, they won't. Uh, so there's less than three turnovers. Yes. I would say less than two. And Henry's got to hold on to the ball. Yes. Henry's got to hold on to the ball because he look his fumble. Against the Jags in the first game, I think is what turned the game around. It is. So it is. Uh, and we would last be t- few fumbles. Hey, we wouldn't be talking about this around. week right now if that if none of that happens. That's right. Um, so there we go with that. Uh, let's, let me get in some New Year's resolutions yes, for some yes. NFL teams. We've already covered the Titans. Uh, I don't need to go any more about the Titans because I could have about a hundred New Year's resolutions for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have the I have Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think that their New Year's resolution and their all-time resolution should be to keep Joe Joe Burrow protected forever. I would. That man is a treasure, a national treasure, and he should be protected at all times. And they better do whatever they have to do from here on out to sell up that offensive line. I know they are a lot better than they were last year, but I think they should get better. And then he can have – If they get better – they they're an undefeated team. Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. They're going to add players. Uh, they're man. Their defense Hurst? is only going to get better. Is it Hurst? Uh, yeah, the, Hayden the, Hurst, the wild man. Yeah, just Jeez. look. They can be a one seed for a long time. Yep. Yeah. If that offensive line becomes literally like instead of middle of the pack. To ride up to the top. But the money comes that's, around, ooh. and that's what happens in the NFL. So, but if you have a very good GM, that's where that comes in, and they, they keep people around or bring people in. I have one for know. the Lions, mm-hmm. uh, and it's strictly for um, Sunday. Finish the damn job. Yeah. No. It's the same as it's the same as the other Michigan team that I. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I and look, all Michigan teams finish the damn job. Uh, start fast, beat Aaron Rodgers. I also have one for Aaron Rodgers. You know, you you know you're going to lose to the Lions this Sunday. <laughs> you know, your season's going to come to an end. There's going to be more talk about what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I think I think Aaron Rodgers' uh, New Year's resolution should be 
get traded to the Tennessee Titans. Come to Nashville. That's what that's what that's what his New Year's resolution should Come be. Come to Nashville. Uh, let Let's get you a bar. Yeah. Absolutely. Bar. Maybe maybe I, you go in partnership with Blake Shelton at Old Red. Sure, you know, hell yeah. Um, he likes music, you know. Yeah. So let's let's get that done. I th- I think that would be. We'll a, let you ma- still talk to Pat McAfee every single yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean that's Pat's around there and different things. Well, you know? it, yeah, so, yeah. I mean I know he's in Indianapolis. You and know. speaking of Indianapolis, there I have one go. for the Colts. Uh, fold your franchise because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's all I, I mean I, that's I don't I have one for the Cowboys but you're gonna laugh at that and that's solely because uh that's solely uh all that is look, is just, look you're a fair weather bandwagon I, so no I'm there, not, there's not, not gonna, a bandwagon bone in this body yeah there is too you're not gonna stay with it you're I, not gonna stay with it of course I'm not next year I'm a Titans fan <laughs> this is fun what rooting for the Cowboys is fun except last Thursday it wasn't fun rooting for the Cowboys because they were beating the shit out of my team um but yeah, uh, win the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution for the Dallas Cowboys: win the Super Bowl. Hey, you everybody know. would just be so mad. Oh, Could yeah. you ima- look? Imagine if we're sitting here. That's the President's the, Day because they they moved the ga- yeah. game or whatever it is, and the Dallas Cowboys are your Super Bowl champion. That's like third level of hell, right there. For I me. would laugh yeah. so damn hard. Yeah, I'd uh, buy a shirt. Shit. I'd I mean, I wouldn't it. wear it, but I'd buy one. <laughs> I'd burn it. So there you go. Go Cowboys. <laughs> we can talk college basketball, some best bets, and some other resolutions in a moment. Weeks in the pod, we're on the podcast. Weeks in the Pope, actually. <laughs> college basketball. Trying to watch some games. I mean, it's been been hard for, for, for us in a lot of ways. For me and you, you definitely. Know? Being out and uh, we've been on road tripping so much doing uh, high school games recently, it's been difficult. But uh, the number one team and still undefeated, Purdue Bullermakers. No, not undefeated. They're not undefeated. They are not. There is not another undefeated team in college basketball after last night. Oh, Purdue lost last night. Purdue lost. Uh, no, they didn't. They lost yesterday they or lost two days ago. Two days ago to That's Rutgers. Right. That's right. See, I forgot about that. Now, New Mexico's lost. They lost last night. See, there you go. No undefeated. Indiana, Bob Knight, he's he's popping some champagne again. Yep, UConn lost to uh, Xavier on Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that, that. that was the they were that you know I don't, were they undefeated too? They were. That was there, their first loss. There was three undefeated teams left, mm-hmm. and all three of them lost in three days. So that means Houston will be the number one team, probably more, more than likely. Probably. That mean they got SMU. It's, Who was the three? So. Uh, oh, Kansas. I got, hey, I have it. I have it right here. Do you have it over there? Yeah, Kansas, okay. uh, UConn, Arizona, Texas, Alabama. Texas got beat too. Texas got beat. Last Tennessee, night. Gonzaga, and UCLA. One thing is you, that I love about Gonzaga, we saw that they started number one. Then all of a sudden they lose a few games. They drop to nineteen. Now Gonzaga's like number eight or nine. Yeah, and they're gonna move right back up. Yeah, well now they're going to because yeah. they're in the, the they're in the uh, the WCC conference play now. Right. The toughest game they're gonna play is tonight or tomorrow against San Francisco and St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah, St. Mary's. So they right. got two tough games out of what the nineteen that they yeah. play. It, you know, they're gonna run through that. Yeah. They might get upset once. Yeah, they're going to St. Mary's or at San Fran. Yeah, this that's, upcoming ones at that's San that's the ones that. Uh, in fact, uh, Purdue on Thursday, they go to Ohio State. Uh, that should be a really good rebound game for them. 
given that. I mean, how, how did I miss that? I guess because I've been down on the road. Yeah, we uh, Somerville last night. <laughs> yeah, two-hour drive. Uh, um, Saturday of Kentucky, Alabama, and the SEC. I think that's a fun game. Uh, yeah, Kentucky's not playing well. Yeah, uh, and I I don't think I don't think that's like a like a, a something that's going to stay. I don't think that that's going to be. You know they they played well last night and they beat LSU or was it Tuesday night? What what night is it? Hell, it's Wednesday. Today's yeah, Wednesday. This, today's Wednesday. We're recording. Um, so yeah, they played well against LSU. Uh, and LSU, you know, they've had a couple big wins, and so they got a, they finally got a win. Uh, but Alabama is is good, man, and you're gonna play. You're having to go to Tuscaloosa. I don't see Kentucky winning that game at all. But it's got it's. I mean, but it's Cal. It's Cal and the Cats. Like who yeah. knows what can happen? I think a lot of things with Cal. Of course, a lot of people don't like him. I don't like him. I, don't like uh, him. I respect what he's done. I don't like him. But I think the coaching world's caught up with him. Oh, uh, absolutely. He right. he was one of the first to to do the dribble drive. Uh, and Kentucky made a living with it and with great players. Yeah. Uh, and they still got good players. They still have very good players. Right. Um, but dribble drive with this lineup doesn't quite work. So he's having to reformat mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And then, then you have other SEC teams and other teams around the nation that have just basically caught up to him in the coaching ranks, but also with players and with talent. Yeah. Not everybody, not all the one and dones are going to Kentucky and Duke. Right. Right. They're going everywhere else, too. So, exactly. I mean, yes, Kentucky's got the number one recruiting class in the country next year. And, and a lot of them are either going overseas to play yeah. or they're going G League. You have a shot to do whatever you want to now as a high school mm-hmm. senior. You can go play in, like, the overtime elite crap or whatever that is. Uh, G League? Fa- yeah, the G League. Get played? Why not? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to. Uh, remember uh, uh, the other brother, uh, the LaMelo? big ball, LaMelo, he went and played in New Zealand. Right. Um you can do whatever you want to. Yeah, and you skip going and having to go to class and all that shit. And having yeah. to, you know, I realize that for some that's that's part of it. But if you're there for a year, you're not going to class. No. Come on. No. You know, come on. Come on, You have man. to go there enough to get not get suspended for that the, the right after the semester. Right. So you have to be – you have to have a 2.0 GPA. So if you're a one and none, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like all the, all you do is you got to be good enough to be to, – to you where you can play in the NCAA tournament. Exactly. That's it. Tennessee going to South Carolina on Saturday. South Carolina's the worst team in the SEC, so I'm not worried about that. Isn't that amazing? You know, they go to the Final Four not too long ago. Yeah. Did not capitalize on that at all. No, nothing. They, as a matter of fact, I think they were. They ended up being below 500 the next year. Yeah. Look, it was a fluke run, man. It was. It was a fluke run. They got hot at the right time. They caught the teams that they needed to catch. Yeah. I mean, um, man. but, yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee looked – Last night when they beat uh, Mississippi State uh, by 34 points uh, was one of Rick Barnes' top five performances as a coach. I went home last night, and that's what I did. I went and wa- went ahead and watched that game. I told you I was going to watch uh, Mayor of Kingstown, but I uh, – <laughs> You went ahead and I went ahead rewatched and wa- the I had to watch the Tennessee game. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I went home, watched that, and, and it was one of the best performances uh, a Tennessee coach or a, a Rick Barnes coach Tennessee team has done, I think. It might be ever. Wow. Uh, because Mississippi State, yes, they had just got upset by uh, Drake and they had lost to Alabama. And they played – I thought they played them well at home. But Alabama is Alabama, and they're very, very good. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and Tennessee and them are going to compete for the uh, SEC title. Uh, but uh, – 
Mississippi State was a top 25 defense. They were, they're still a decent team. They, what happened to them last night doesn't change the fact that they're still a decent team. And they're going to, they have a shot to make the NCAA tournament. They're going to, oh, yeah. they're a bubble team. Uh, but what they did to them last night was unreal. They were unstoppable offensively. Their defense is just incredible. Like, there's nothing better than Tennessee's defense right now. Nobody's better. Nobody. Um, and then, you know, you got Josiah Jordan-James finally back from five straight games with a knee injury. He came off the bench, scored, I think, eight, which, I mean, he had some big shots. It just the team's clicking. And yeah. I need them to – I don't need them to peak right now. No, you don't. But, but they uh, are playing really well. Yeah. I mean, and with, with Triple J back, that's going to be huge once he gets in – regains playing shape, regains his type of game – and his fit on the team, that's going to be really big. Yeah, and, you know, with the conference play starting, you know, and we, we didn't have last week to talk about anything, but Missouri upsetting Kentucky yeah. was a big one. Uh, that was I – didn't, I didn't see that coming. I, saw, I know what the spread was. It was Kentucky minus one and a half. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. And they go out there and beat the shit out of Kentucky. They did. Uh, that goes to show that, that guy they got is a really good coach anyway. So, I can't remember exactly where he came from. I was going to say New Mexico State, but that's where Mississippi State's coach came from. Uh, Cleveland State, maybe. Uh, but he's a good coach. And he got a bunch of transfers and he came in. Missouri, another team. Yes. They've, Watch out. They've already beat Illinois like a drum. Yeah. And Illinois is supposed to be one of the better Big Ten teams. Were. Now, I don't, they're yeah. already I don't out think of the they top will 25. Now, but. Yes. but, I mean, I, it was a big win for Missouri. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Missouri's a team that uh, can could scare some people, especially in the SEC. So, they, you got to watch out for that. And let's move to – I'm going to move to the ACC really quick. Uh, this past week for Pitt was unreal. The Pittsburgh Panthers, they upset North Carolina on Friday, 76-74. to 74. And then last night, upset Virginia, 68-65. Think about how far they've come from the Kevin Stallings God. to now. You know, that's quite a turnaround. Capel's not a bad coach. No, he's not. He's a very good – He's He he's, had a bad loss early against Vanderbilt. He did, but he's one that's starting to learn. I mean, mm -hmm. he's been around for a while, mm -hmm. and he's starting to learn a little bit more about – you know, the coaching game and that kind of thing. When you're young and coaching, sometimes it doesn't quite work out at first. But uh, the, the, another ACC team that's, that's playing really bad is Louisville. Um, was, one point lost, though, last night to Syracuse. And, and, you know, and they only lost by, like, what, 12 to Kentucky. Or it was 22. It was 22, something like that. It was bad. <sighs> it was just one of those things. So, two and what? I think they're two and 14. That – that is you know. bad. That is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I, I don't let it affect me at all. Yes, um, you shouldn't. You, shouldn't. you know, I just look at it and I laugh. I didn't watch the Louisville-Kentucky game. I wasn't going to let it run my, hey, my we Saturday. Were, hey, we had stuff to do. You know, it's just like, no, not going to do that. Actually, we weren't – I was about to say we were calling a basketball game, but that was the that next That was Saturday. Day. That was the yeah, next day. It was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just watched football. Did Which you should have. Did not even pay attention to it. Uh, there was good football uh, I drank on. alcoholic beverages and did not really care what happened in the, the Louisville-Kentucky game. I'll, yeah. Because in the past I've watched – where I've looked at the score. Like, I think it was two years ago. They're up. Oh, uh, well, let me turn it on. And then they lost. But no, they came – they barely won. Wow. And it's one that gives you a heart attack. It's like, why the hell did I start watching this? Because of my hatred for Kentucky, which is right there with Dallas. Um, 
Well, my, mine up there for Kentucky, too. See, yeah, it. see, and, and it's just like, why did I do this to myself? But, You'd you know, just not even I, I think Kenny, Kenny Payne is a nice guy. I really do. He was a great player for Louisville in his role uh, of supporting Milt Wagoner, Billy Thompson, uh, Purvis Ellison, Herbert Crook, and all those guys. But do I think he should be the coach? No, no, it's well, not. He's got to get fired. Now. It, well, you can't, you can't come back from this. Not two or fourteen. You know, unless, unless you come out and you see that Kenny Payne has the number one recruiting class for next year. He's not. He's not going to though. No, he's not. And so I don't see that it happening. They've got the money to go ahead and say, hey, here's a nice little parting gift. Appreciate you playing. Thank you for your sixteen uh, yeah. games and be gone. And uh, we're going, we're going, uh, we're going to go somewhere else. It, literally anybody. God, man. It's for for such. Maybe maybe we should stop letting players pick uh, head coaches or former players start, uh, start stop picking head coaches. I, I don't understand the the thought process on that one. I know everybody was wanting him because it was the. It was the go-to pick. Mm-hmm. They thought that he was the, the reason Calipari was winning and this or that or reason Calipari got this person. We saw this happen uh, over at UTM at, at one point. This guy brought in Lester Hudson. And, you know, I, I, Jason James being named head coach over there because of that, and he was awful. He yeah. was awful. And what, do I think Jason is a terrible coach? No, he's proven that he's not. He's a hell. I think he's, he's a hell of a high school coach. Yeah, right he's now. a hell of a high school coach. I mean, look what he's doing at Milan. Yeah, state finals last year. Yeah, and killing it right now. Oh, the defense. Yeah, so I mean, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. He, I, just some people aren't college coaches. Some people can't handle that era, that Kenny situation probably good, at that point. Kenny Payne would probably be good in the NBA. Probably he was good. In, he was a good assistant. Yeah, so I think he needs to go back. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, mm-hmm. And for last thing where we talk about the games to watch this week, uh, Kansas Kansas State and Texas last night combined for 219 points. Wow. Kansas State, in regulation, this wasn't an overtime game, <laughs> 116 to 103. What a game. And why did – why were we in Somerville? I would much rather have been watching that game. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that was – that's what I – I mean, I, I you had to mention that. I mean, also they um, – Kansas. Have you ever been somewhere where you can't get cell service these days? I couldn't do anything. Oh, my God. I could not do anything. It's amazing that that, that, that went on. So, uh, so I'm not sure which game to to discuss. I, I, Arkansas-Auburn, that's coming up on Saturday. Yeah. I looked at Sunday's schedule. I, I just wrote seven down. Like, okay. I just would just go down, and it's starting tonight. Right. Uh Obviously, this will come out tomorrow or maybe Friday morning. I don't yeah. know whenever. But uh, so tonight we have Missouri and Arkansas. Yes. Should be a really good one. TCU at Baylor to, uh, tonight should be good. Um, both of them are ranked in the country. Baylor is always good. TCU is – is. Uh, I think they finally got a loss, but they were – I think they're like 14-2 and two or something like that. Just yeah. they're, they're playing really well. So, I think you got, we got some good basketball tonight. Uh my favorite game of the week we've already talked about um, is probably Kentucky and Alabama. I think it is. Um, but Thursday night we're also getting USC and UCLA out west. So, I think that could be a good one too. Uh, and, and, yeah, and Arkansas and Auburn. That's Arkansas is going to be good. Uh, now, they have lost two major, major players. Uh, right. But Auburn's also good. Arkansas still good. That should be, that should be a hell of a game on Saturday. So, 
that's what I got there. I don't have I have Iowa State at TCU too on Saturday. That should be another good one. You know, somebody. I mean, TCU might be coming off a loss, or they might be coming off a huge win. Yeah, uh, and then they'd be hosting Iowa State, who uh, they have a they have a game tonight or tomorrow or something like that. But then they have they have uh, TCU on Saturday. So Purdue and uh, Ohio State play tomorrow, so that should be well Thursday. That mm-hmm. that should be a good one. Uh, Purdue should be pretty pissed off about losing the first I would one think. to unranked Rutgers. Yeah, uh, Ohio State better watch out, but it is at Ohio State, right? So it should be a good one. Uh, Tyler Eady's still the best player in the country to me. Uh, their big center, seven foot nine hundred or whatever, like he's eight foot tall, and he plays like a he can play like a guard. He's incredible. So uh, that's all I got on college basketball. I'm excited. I'm ready for we're, we're there. The college football is about to be over on Monday. Uh, yeah, it's got to crank up. Uh, it's it's, crank it's up. go time. We're in you conference know. season, mm-hmm. and I love conference season. Uh, well, you know, it's basketball season. It's we're, we're we're here, so I love I love that. So, one resolutions I w- I would like to do for sports. Uh, I need defensive backs to quit celebrating a play when you had no absolute connection That's to so the result fun. of the play. It's so much fun. You know, get up and do the incomplete. I love and, it. And when you were didn't tripped, do nothing. You didn't do anything. You tripped and fell down and the guy just, just missed the catch. Why in That's the world? One. That just makes you look like an idiot. It's a good one. I like it. It's funny. You know, um, uh, ignorant fans need to get a clue. I think we saw that with a lot of Tennessee Titans fans, supposed fans. I, I, we, we are, are idiots. Yeah, we, no, we are seeing just... those that were supposed fans that uh, they're just uh, uh, social media uh, idiots. They're ones that that are keyboard cowards. They're and more mad that are, their friend got fired. It has nothing to do with a franchise. Right. They're mad that their friend got fired. And most of them, they he's not their friend. They just he was from their town. Exactly. You know, very so, few of them actually had a connection. And who honestly, he's he's not hurting. No, no. No, my man, my man's got money. He getting money, and he's probably uh, who know what he who knows what he's gonna do. But he's he's gonna be fine. I, I'm with you on this, but the, I think every fan base has some of the every fan base has yeah. morons, and they're the loudest of them all. Yeah, those that bitch the most are the ones that uh, are heard the most because uh, they're the ones that are willing to put their stupid ass out there uh, by saying dumbass shit all the time. And when that happens, they're the ones that supposedly get all the, oh, do you hear what so-and-so said? It's, it's the factor that we've seen in, in real life in so many different ways. So uh, let's get away from that. I'd like to see some, some, some common sense get We're into. Not, and I'd like to see uh, the Cardinals, to improve with their, their plans that they've been making. I think we're seeing less Mo, more Gresh. And we're we're going in that direction. I like that direction. Oh, speaking of the Cardinals, we don't have to get into anything baseball. But uh, did we talk about in the last podcast that uh, that Joe Buck and Bob Costas turned down the Cardinals? Was that did we? No, talk we didn't. About we haven't uh, since Dan was fired. Uh, I've 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 heard that. I mean, why would Buck do it? He had no business doing it. You know, and why would Bob Costas? I don't do know, it? but. It, the thought of Bob Costas calling a, a baseball game on Valley Sports, <laughs> yeah, was was f- fantastic for me. You know, what he's I like what he said. He said they needed to find some they need to find somebody great, obviously, because the Cardinals. He said if I were to do it, it would be for the Cardinals. Yeah, no. he has but, a St. Louis connection, but he has no business. He don't need to do it nah. either. He said he's, he's, he's said an he's MLB his, network guy. He said he's in his sixties. Yeah, he said somebody it needs to be somebody young and somebody who's go, who's yeah. great. 
there's plenty of them. To He's got to get ready for an Olympics. Exactly. You know, so that's not going to happen. I, I really think that they should probably bring up somebody um, maybe from Memphis uh, or you go to another team who has a second announcer, you bring them in, sort of like they did with John Rooney yeah. in a way uh, and on the radio some, side. Hey, there's some of those guys that have already been around that oh, are yeah. other teams right now. Yeah. And uh, they're really good at their jobs. Yeah, I heard somebody mention Dan Schulman. I said, no, Dan Schulman will not come to St. Louis. Well, he's he not leaving lives, Toronto. He lives in Toronto. He loves man. Toronto. He loves Toronto, loves the Blue Jays. It's his hometown. Now, he's just now started back doing basketball because his kids have grown up. Right. And that's the reason he stopped, or he would have been doing Sunday Night Baseball yeah. for, for the last eight years. So, it, he's back into doing national Obviously, sports. Obviously, mentioned one of the best baseball play-by-play guys. Of course, you're yeah. going to mention him. But I'm, uh, it is the St. Louis Cardinals. It is. Uh, it's, one it of the, is. It's, it's one of the most prestigious franchises in all of baseball. So, yes, you, I understand if fans want the best. Yeah. Uh, but Dan Schulman is, is not he's, coming he's to not the St. Louis Cardinals. No. And, and, and I, 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 as much as I would kill for Joe Buck to be the Bally sports guy. Oh, I'd love it. Uh, it would be awesome. I don't want to Oh, hear, you people who hate Joe Buck, you have no idea what you're fucking talking about. I don't want to hear it because yeah. I don't want to hear all the hate that Joe Buck would get. Right. That dude is the best, one of the best play-by-play guys in the entire world. Yep. And they're all morons if they think different. Yeah. You, you so, go watch a game that he calls and search his name and look on both sides of the fans talking about how much they hate him yeah. and how he's rooting for the other team. Exactly. Do you know what that means? He's doing his damn job. Exactly. You know, I don't want it to be anybody for total bias. If, right. If, even with, you know, to get a Cardinal announcer. Yeah. I don't want somebody with total bias. I want somebody slight bias, but with the credibility. Uh, so I think that you have to keep searching. I'd have killed I, for Joe Buck. Uh, I don't think they need to choose anybody that's in St. Louis right now. Uh, I don't think there is anybody worth. There's worth not a play by play guy. Uh-uh. I mean, unless you wanted to go up and try to get the radio guy, but he's not coming down. No, John Rooney already said no. Okay, he so, said no, uh, which he should. Yeah, he's he needs to stay with radio. Radio is more comfortable for him. Um, I, I just hope that we don't go with a former player like Rick Horton. I'll turn it off. Yeah, I I'll want, turn down the sound. Can and, we just get a guy that's? Can, let's just go out and get a dude that is I, I, a play by play guy. A play by play guy. Just get a guy. Yeah. That's good at his job. Well, like I told uh, fellow broadcaster Russ Barker, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Let's talk. I'll go ahead and, and, and just throw my hat in the ring. I didn't want to have to do that, <laughs> but I'll do it. I'll, the Robin Francis is ready to talk to the Cardinals about doing the that's a, that's sports. a pretty good nice uh pay yeah. increase too, so slight, yeah, just, just a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Good travel. Good accommodations. Get to, get to see all those games. Man. All right. I have a couple of New Year's resolutions for myself. Um, one is uh, get more listeners for mm-hmm. this podcast. I don't I care what you, uh, what you guys got to do. I'm doing everything I can. Just share, share it for me. Share yeah. it. Listen to it for a little bit. Even if you don't like us, I don't care. Just listen to us for a little bit. You know, that, we need more listeners. We do. We're trying, we're trying to get this thing out here to more people. I do like the fact that we are one of the only people in West Tennessee that kind of do what we do. There's not many people in West Tennessee or Northwest Tennessee to be that do anything like this. I agree. And I, I, I don't mind being in that, this situation or being over here, like it, it, you know, a Northwest Tennessee kind of sports talk show. Because, I mean, yes, we are based out of Union City. We do Union City High School Athletics on the radio, and I would still would love for this to reach out farther than 
the Northwest area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it takes it takes it takes help. It takes help from everybody, and I appreciate everybody that does listen because we do have a we have a we have. A, I mean, it's not a big following, but it's a it's it's a consistent following. Yeah, we do, we do, and I, like I said, we we appreciate them. They're our heroes. The fifty to a hundred of you that listen to us every week, hey. I appreciate you. You know, because growing mean, bits by bits. So I mean, I'm trying to get to 500 by next year. So let's help me out. Help me out. That'd be great. So that's that number one. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a good one for you, too. Yeah, you I know? agree. I agree. Uh, number two, and this is strictly for me, is bet more, win more. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a roll over you were, New you Year's. You were. You were. I was on a roll. I was, and I was doing it one game at a time. And then Georgia. I, that, there's a reason why I hate Georgias, the Georgias, <laughs> and uh, the Ohio States, and you know the really, really good teams because they're really good all the time. You know the Patriots and all that. They're they were really good for a long time, and Georgia is that team right now. And what I always forget about really good teams is they can play like dog shit for all of the game. Mm-hmm. But one thing they will do is they will figure out a way to win. Yes. In games, it doesn't matter. Like, you can think and, – and when when gambling, you're rooting for your bet, obviously. Right. But deep down, you're like, man, if they lose, I'm okay. You know? Yes. yes. So, if I'm losing my money, please, God, let Georgia lose. But the worst thing that could happen <laughs> – You lose your money. I lose my money. And they win. And then Georgia wins the game. <laughs> Which is what happens. Which is what happened. I had already won a decent <laughs> amount of money earlier that morning thanks to another team that I despise, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. So instead of just chilling <laughs> and waiting till tomorrow, the next day, yeah. I had, I, there was multiple games, which, to be fair, I would have lost anyways because I'd already made up my mind what I was going to do the next day. I think you were hungover and you didn't realize what you were doing. I knew what I was doing. You knew what you were doing. I woke up and I I'm said, okay. Out, I woke up that, that morning and I said, I hung over his shit. And I'm talking about <laughs> not good. Woke up that morning and I said, Alabama minus five and a half. That is the lock of the century. And then when I clicked send, K- Kansas State had already scored 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking and I'm talking about I click send immediately. Touchdown, field goal. It's 10 to nothing. And I'm like, well, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> They ended up winning. It worked out. And when I knew that game was over, I'd already I had sent it in the group. I was like, I've already I've already picked who I'm going with next. I'm picking I'm putting it all on Georgia. But I'm buying a point and no, I'm buying two points. I bought I bought two points. I brought it down to three and a half points. All they had to all they had to do is win by four. And then they go out there, and that you know, the first drive they stop the hell out of uh, Ohio State. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, here we go. They go down there on offense, drive, 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 and then dumbass Stetson Bennett throws an interception, and I was like, it's going to be one of those games. And then it was 14, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out a way how I'm going to win. They go down and kick a field goal, and it's it's 11, and then they score a t- yeah they score a touchdown, and then it's four, and I'm like, ooh. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to get a stop. And Georgia's going to go down and score a touchdown. And I'm going to win by four. That's okay. a, somehow I'm going to win yeah. by four. 
No, no, no. None of that happened at Miss Belgo. I, I lose, lose. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we're starting over. We're, we're starting we're, over. We've already started over. So here we go. Yeah. Um. So what I'm gonna do, leading all into that, best bets. Uh, I went one, one, and one the last time we talked. Last time I talked, uh, I cannot remember all the picks that I made, but I know that the one I got right was the uh, I think the Titans. No. Yeah. yeah. Did you bet Titans? No, the no. Jaguars. Jaguars, yeah. Jaguars. The Jaguars, Jaguars, not the Titans game, but the Jaguars game. Jaguars minus uh, or was plus two and a half versus the uh, Jets on Thursday night football. Yes. I went all in on that. Uh, oh, and the Vikings, I pushed on, and I can, and then I cannot remember the one I lost on, but I lost it really badly. The Lions and Panthers. It was. There yeah. you go. That's where the Lions stumbled. Yeah, that made me mad. All right, so I didn't learn my lesson at all. Uh, so here we go. I picked four this week because I had the national title, and we're going to start with the national title. Here we go. Georgia is is the best team in the country. TCU is about to run into the best team in the country. They're 12.5-point favorites, and they're going to cover. Okay. Georgia covers 12.5. Give up to 12.5. They're going to win by two okay. touchdowns, and they might win by three. All right. Okay. Uh, then we move to the NFL. Uh, I have the Dolphins winning versus the Jets. It's just even line right now. So okay. It, they, it, All right. I got. I just Dolphins money line. Um, my number three lines are four and a half point underdogs against the Packers. Uh, I've already said they're going to win. So why don't I just pick the four and a half for the lines? I think okay. I, I'm not going to do that. See. I'm smart here yeah. because if the Packers win by three, I win. So, I'm going lines four and a half. Gotcha. And my last one is the team that has failed me a couple times uh, on these ga- on these gambling picks. The Cowboys are four and a half point favorites against the Washington Commanders, and they have everything to play for. They're trying to play for a one seed. They're going to come out and they're going to beat the shit out of whoever the hell – the Washington Commanders have it starting quarterback. Uh, four and a half points, Dallas Cowboys. I agree with that one. I yeah. agree with that one. Now, Washington's thrown in the towel. Yeah. They didn't even know they didn't make the playoffs after the, the loss the other day. So, Man, what a fun uh, team. Yeah, so I, I agree with that one. I like that one. So, I don't like it. I don't like the Cowboys to win. But, yeah, I can see that. That's it. Um, you know, we, uh, Luka Doncic's in the NBA. NBA. Luka, Luka and Donovan Mitchell are freaks in the NBA. I don't have anything else for the NBA. 71 points for Donovan, former Louisville player. Yeah, uh, great, great game the other night. And then they, they threw a random t- test on him right after the game. Of course they were. You know, and, but then, then and we, he passed, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So. And then Luka has been doing unbelievable things. Luka, Luka's, Luka's only 21 22 yeah he's a very young man very young guy and he he's just like that 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 old soul type of player yeah and he's he's amazing so that's that was all i got nba obviously next week we'll talk more about the nba because uh college football will be over um so but yeah right now luca and donovan mitchell yeah hell just good god yeah i mean congratulations cleveland for getting one of the best players in the in the league in a freak trade. So. <laughs> Good for them. Wow. That's the uh, Weeks in the Pope podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Like Stephen said, let's get some listeners. Let's get some likes. Let's get some reviews. Let's get some stuff, some ratings. Tell everybody you can. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you again next week. Happy New Year.